Ube Island Podcast, Rams Podcast, Week 16. I'm JFM, JFM Beat. And I'm still here, you know, another week. Three more games left of this season. And I'm still here. We are mathematically eliminated. The worst kind of elimination. But, you know, you tune into these games, even though, like, it doesn't matter. They still mean something ish and this week was the christmas game it was our first game first time playing on christmas and we dominated and i'm here to talk about that and only that i don't know if i'll talk about any other stuff but yeah rams podcast let's get into it i'll be honest like i i really was not looking forward to this game (laughs) number one is it's it's between the broncos and us and we've been really both of us have are kind of the topic of this season for just being bad like really bad broncos much worse than us even though our records are the same they're more of a disappointment because our disappointment has been sick well the the narrative changed over the season at one point it was like the Rams suck because oh they shouldn't have traded all their draft picks this is what happens when you trade your future and all that stuff they don't have any first round draft picks oh no and then the narrative uh, shifted I think midseason to uh, injuries once everybody started getting injured (laughs) that's how sports is uh, sports quote quote sports analysis analyzum analysts or experts talk about sports is just kind of just narrative narratives <laughs> it's just narratives and stories and just whatever they feel like doing whatever sticks whatever gets headlines and yeah that's another episode but yeah we both really sucked this year but this one having this matchup this late in the season is just a gut puncher for both of us because it was supposed to be like the prime time matchup between two teams most likely in the playoff hunt super bowl contenders and it just hasn't been that way for both of the teams and yeah and for me you know coming off of the green bay game it just felt like the magic kind of ended after the raiders uh the Raiders come back a couple weeks back I just felt like you know that was it you know the honeymoon period or whatever where all that fun stuff with Baker Mayfield is done and we were supposed to play like this tough Broncos defense that was actually really good you know the Broncos aren't a complete dumpster fire like their their defense has been decent (laughs) There's, like, some stat uh, that I heard about, like, if the Broncos simply put up, like, 18 points a game, they would be in the playoffs. So it's, like, it was it was never the defense. Like, I know they have, like, literally the uh, Sir, Sir Tan Jr., who is the son of pa- Patrick Sir... Am I getting that right? Sir Tan, Sir Tane. Like, I remember him on the Dolphins when I was playing Madden as a kid. And now his son's playing, like, and he's actually really good. And he's playing for the Broncos. But, yeah, their defense was supposed to be good. 
and I was I was not looking forward to it because you know if you have a defense decent defense you're gonna play okay against us and it's just gonna be a defensive battle and I know the Broncos have their issues but you know our defense hasn't been great either so <laughs> I thought it was just gonna be an embarrassment an embarrassing display of football on Christmas Sunday and I actually didn't watch it live because I was like I'm not gonna waste my time watching this I'm on this beloved day this sacred day of consumerism and not really about Jesus but that's that's a that's another episode but yeah I I didn't want to watch it and I actually just watched a replay instead <laughs> like the little condensed version later that day and I was pleasantly surprised that we put up 50 in probably the best game from us this year as a whole <laughs> and yeah part of part of the reason why and i'll give my you got to give us credit to like our team like for sean McVay to continue and it was just the it was night and day when you compare the two teams that were standing across from each other at this point in the season i felt like the broncos completely gave up but i felt like our squad was still fighting for the love of the game you know we and it's not just like rookies like we have veterans out there bobby wagner still playing out of his freaking mind jalen ramsey's still diving for balls you know uh uh, all our vets were still playing. Rob Havenstein, 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 still blocking. They did a great job blocking. Like our guys were all the way, all from the young guys, all the way to the veterans with multiple years that don't even need to play. Like the the effort and the attitude was positive throughout the whole game, and I, I don't think Sean McVay gets credit for that at all like i think the season scene it will always be seen as a failure from the outside but i felt feel like with sean mcveigh has been doing with the organization with the team and you know the whole organization i think that's really a good look for us for for us to continue to could put great effort out there and i'd much rather be rooting for the team wearing blue than that team that was wearing the orange because man unless it's the giants but i mean the broncos are so fucking bad <laughs> like I, I knew that they were bad but this is just not good at all defensively i i'm willing to bet money that they just gave up because that was the most pathetic effort i've ever seen defensively like compared to the to the Packers last week, I I mentioned that the Packers watched a lot of film. They were so prepared for everything. They knew how they knew what we what we were doing, and it showed on the field. Like we didn't have any answers for them. And then we go to this week with the Broncos, and we absolutely destroy them. <laughs> it was like they didn't they didn't have any clue. They they let us run all all over them. Sorry, all over them, pass all over them, and it was just an all-around embarrassing effort by the defense or the Broncos' defense, and it was it's bad, and it was definitely something that I wasn't expecting. I expected their defense to play a lot better, 
and at least make it a close game, but they didn't, and that was pathetic, abysmal, and horrible, and I, I, just, I don't know how Broncos fans are even dealing with that, but they shook things up, like they fired a coach, but you're going to need to, there has to be a whole new culture shift in that team, like I remember <laughs> even the def- defender, I think Gregory, Randy Gregory, I think, something, he got in fight, and then offensive line, they got in a fight too. The Broncos offensive line, we'll talk about them. Like the offense, uh, Broncos offense is just as bad, perhaps worse. Like it was really bad and it really sucks because <laughs> I like, I really do love Russell Wilson, like the player person-ish. I mean, I I understand like he could be corny. He could be cheesy, he could be kind of off-putting at times, but, and kind of fake at times, I I guess I could see it, but I'm not, like, overly, like, angry towards him, like that, it seems like that's what the main, uh, the main reaction to Russell Wilson, it just kind of attracts, like, these negative, very negative reactions towards, towards him, like, like fuck that guy like <laughs> i never had that issue with russ but everything i've seen from him at, at, when he was with the seahawks like i've literally and i'll take it to my grave like when he was with the seahawks he was one of the best qbs i've ever seen ever like the stuff that i've seen him do break aaron donald tackles not all of them of course but run around in the pocket deliver these crazy passes like i swear i'm like the only person that remembers how good he was and i think his legacy is kind of tainted with all the extra hoopla and stuff like that and again like with the media it's all about like narrative narratives and storylines and they could push and shift things however however they may like i don't know they could and one day they could shift it other way you know it could be like oh give russell wilson his flowers or something it's whatever they depend on and then you know all the sheep oh sorry all the people you know that listen to them you know they'll they'll of course they'll agree with them and then yada 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 and life goes on (laughs) it's just funny but russell wilson again i respect him and it just sucks to see him really struggle this bad and you know i wanted this is, this is the first time I watched, like, a Broncos game this year. I know that they've been struggling offensively, like, really bad. Like, historically bad. And they've been, like, an easy punching bag, you know, to talk about their offense and how bad they are. And, I, you know, I just wanted to see it. And I got to see it on Christmas Day. And I just wanted to... I really wanted to just say, oh, it's their offensive line, or maybe their wide receivers suck, and it wasn't all Russell Wilson, but to be honest, everybody sucks on that team, <laughs> like, Russell Wilson is, this, I don't know what happened, but he's, he played so bad in this game, I think he had three picks, um, one of them, like, yeah, he's still throwing it down the field, He's, I never knew him as like a really bad decision maker, but he looked really bad in this one. I think he had a pick to Bobby Wagner, 
middle of the field and he should know Bobby Wagner by now that he's really like a Hall of Fame level linebacker that could like read play passing lanes and uh, attack rushers and he somehow just doesn't notice that he's in the middle of the field reading his eyes and he just throws it straight to him and then the other one uh, a throw to throw to the end zone that he was late on actually saw another angle Jalen Ramsey kind of got beat again but uh, Russell threw it way too late like way too late and it allowed uh, Ramsey to recover which he could do anyways because he's super athletic and what he did was extremely athletic like he backpedaled and picked it off in the end zone which is not something a lot of people could do but Russell Wilson missed it by like maybe like half a second <laughs> and that's something that I've never seen him do before like he, he usually always gets that pass and it would go to like Tyler Lockett or DK you name it is <laughs> uncharacteristic and then the other one was uh more of a, a good play by uh, Kobe Durant or Ricky who we'll talk about later he kind of grabbed it from in midfield leaped for it and he tipped it to himself and he picked it off outstanding and then they benched uh russell and then his backup threw a pick six to kobe <laughs> durant and that was just it and yeah it was just a great game for us like we dominated denver sucked and <laughs> it was funny just watching the score i think we had like 30 points at halftime it was over by then and then we just put up another 20 in the second half and we had like 50 points. <laughs> it's just nice to see. And then Mac, yay, you know, he got his and everybody got theirs, you know. Broncos are, they're just bad. And I don't, I you could always fix every offense by just getting a good offensive line. Because Russell Wilson, you know, he's still moving around in a pocket, right? His decision making, I don't know, that, that doesn't look good. But, you know, every quarterback is a system quarterback at the end of the day. And if you could just pair him up with a good coordinator, get some blockers, they'll be fine. But, yeah, I don't know. But it's clear it, from that game alone, I think it's clear that Wilson probably regressed as a QB. And that's not good. And he's getting old, too. And that's what, you know, we, both of us, both of our teams knew when we picked up our QBs, like we knew that Stafford was in nearing the uh, the end of his career, and we're, we don't even know right now if he's going to come back. Like this is kind of the risk that we had, except that we won the Super Bowl, so we're kind of like we don't give a shit. Kind of, we're just kind of trying to maximize our investment at this point, <laughs> which we are, we already did. We're just trying to like you know, we're just being greedy. <laughs> but Wilson, you know. I don't know. I wish him the best. With that said, we will end it on the most controversial topic of it all. Baker Mayfield won the Nickelodeon MVP, or what they call it, MVP. It's their uh, most valuable player award for this game. And Baker had a great game. Extremely efficient. Ran, played the quarterback position as he should. Played this, uh, got the got the chains moving through some touchdown passes but you know i truly believe that it was rigged like i love baker mayfield like even 
well of course like i'll respect him forever for what he's done so far <laughs> but i mean like i'm also a real dude and i'll be honest with you he, he does not deserve that nickelodeon mvp because there was a bunch of other people that could have got it there's the uh rookie that we got I don't remember his name, but he had two sacks in this game. But that's not really super impressive, considering that the Broncos' defense wasn't or offensive line isn't that great, and their offense is a mess. But then he's a, he's a good candidate, and then there's Kobe Durant, who we were talking about. He had two picks, one impressive pick where he grabbed it from from thin air reach for it tipped it to himself extremely athletic play cool the other interception pick six read it with his eyes and then he finished it with his athleticism running for pick six he's great too and i have them their candidates more willing candidates than baker mayfield but i think the two mvps that it should have gone to or at least bottle or at least came down to i thought it should have came down to tyler higby and cam Akers. cam had three touchdowns 100 yards tyler higby had two touchdowns almost 100 yards almost had three touchdowns would have had three if he didn't get tackled at the one and then that's when cam got his third touchdown so with that said who am i who who really won nickelodeon mvp and if I would were to give it to somebody, I would probably give it to Tyler Higby. Because that dude went off in this game. <laughs> he was open every single time. He dominated. And I can say the same thing for Cam Akers too. But at the same time, that, that one touchdown, that touchdown difference where Cam had the third touchdown was only because Higby just fell short. He would have had three touchdowns and 100 yards this game. Similar to Cam, who ended up with the three touchdowns and 100 yards. And <laughs> I'm just saying, I got I, there. there's some kind of weird, uh, weird rigging going on. I think they had to recount the vote. I think they had to monitor the polling places because there is something wrong with, at Nickelodeon. And it's whatever. And, I mean, it might be favoritism. You know, I, I had to stop talking about MVP awards because... <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, week seventeen, I would have went to this game too, but I I think it's kind of a non non uh it doesn't matter kind of game because you know the Chargers already got playoff position. I wanted to see Herbert though, but yeah, it's the last home game of the year next week, week seventeen, and then we finally end this horrid season in week eighteen. And that's it. So that will be the podcast. Thanks for listening. Shout out to everybody. The whole team. Fun game. I'm glad we won and it wasn't embarrassing for us. So yeah, thanks. Baker Mayfield. Upe Allen Podcast.